Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 9, chapter 104. Philip sees the thoughts of men. Philip's age, 58. A young man called Muzio, who had resolved to follow the Holy Father's discretion, began to go to confession to him in October 1572. But human nature being inconsistent, he soon afterwards returned to his folly, which had the effect of bringing him into depression. It was in early February the following year that he fell into a sin of impurity and was so ashamed of revealing his lapse to the healer that when he told his other sins in confession, he kept silent about that one. God revealed this to the Holy Father, who advised the youth to make a full confession and thereby put the devil to flight. The youth, however, closed his ears to the voice of counsel and continued to keep back that sin. Philip then said to him, You have not told me all your sins. And because of that, you are involving yourself in a graver sin. Then he told him concisely what sins he had committed, saying, You did that, and then that, and you veiled them in silence because you were embarrassed. No one knew these things apart from Muzio. Hardly had Philip mentioned them when the boy, both astounded and embarrassed, confessed his sin and repeated the confession of all his sins from childhood, shedding many tears as tokens of true repentance. Thus he returned to where he belonged, and never afterwards deserted the way that leads to Christ. It often happened to many people that they had just only knelt down before the Holy Father with the intention of confessing their sins when he interrupted them by telling them plainly what sins they had committed, what temptations they had endured, and the thoughts that had passed through their minds which astonished them exceedingly. At that time, there was one of his spiritual sons, who was still alive, who was suffering from a sarcocella, what we call a hernia. He had applied many remedies to his condition on medical advice, but eventually despaired of anything the doctors could do having found by experience that they were useless. So he applied to Philip and described his case to him. Philip listened to him and then answered, be of good cheer and you will soon be better. And so it happened. And he never suffered from that complaint again. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God are guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at her side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. 
Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, counselor of popes, voice of prophecy, man of primitive times, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why is it that we can't be forgiven of our sins that we confess if, like this young man, Muzio, in today's reading, we refuse to confess a very serious sin, a mortal sin? Why is it all or nothing? I mean, St. Philip didn't say to him, Okay, I'll forgive all your other sins, but this sin we can't forgive. No, Philip said to him, by what you're doing, you've committed a greater sin. Well, because basically in confession, we're turning back to God. And if we've broken our relationship with God, then we can either be restored to his friendship or not. And if there's one particular sin that has broken that friendship, that's opposed to our friendship with him, and we refuse to be sorry for it, then it's impossible to be reconciled. And therefore, none of the other sins can also be forgiven because they're, they are forgiven precisely in our being reconciled to God, being united to him. Now. When we go to confession, there's no obligation to confess all one's venial sins, all one's small sins. But there is an obligation to confess as best as one can. God doesn't command the impossible, all one's mortal sins. And that's probably why the young man went back and made a confession of all his sins from his childhood. Because if he had been making bad confessions for a long time, then none of those confessions really, really were, were valid and they didn't. And so he needed to go back and confess all those sins. And what a beautiful day that was in that confession with Philip. When he went back and confessed all of his sins from his childhood, shedding all those tears. And then leaving it free. So let us ask the Lord tonight. To help us remember that confession is primarily about deepening our relationship with Christ Jesus. It's not primarily about just feeling good or getting rid of the feeling of guilt. No, this is about returning to the Lord through his minister. Christ himself is the healer. And that brings out another reason why we can't be healed of our sins if we refuse to confess one very serious one. I mean, if we went to a doctor and we were dying of all kinds of diseases and we told him about four of them and we didn't tell him about the fifth one, well, he wouldn't, we wouldn't be healed because that one would still get us. So if we want to be healed of these deadly sins, these deadly mortal sins that cause spiritual death, we have to tell all of them to, the, to our healer our spiritual doctor. And a priest in confession is a family father figure. 
He's there as a father. He's there also as a teacher. If we have to, like Philip Knight instructing this young man. He's there also as a judge. Is this guy really sorry or is he not sorry? What would be a good penance for him? What would be a, a good thing for him to do? But also he's there as a doctor. What would be a healing thing for us to do? So that reminds us when we go to confession, we're going there for healing, spiritual healing. Even when we're just doing a confession of devotion, venial sins, we want to make good use of it. We want to truly be healed of our sins. Inasmuch as we have bodily illnesses like this man here with a hernia, and he wants to be better, so even more so we should want to be spiritually better. And if we're having trouble making good confessions, let us not be discouraged. Human nature is inconsistent. We are fallen. We are weak. It's very hard for us to do the good. It's very hard for us to do the good repeatedly because our human nature is inconsistent. We're not a machine. We don't do things like a robot. We're not angels. We're human beings of flesh and blood who have a great need of God's grace. And not only do we need God's grace, we need each other. We need to be supported by each other, including the support of spiritual fathers, spiritual doctors, spiritual judges, spiritual teachers. So on this feast of saints, Simon and Jude, apostles, who are always listed last in the list. Let us pray that the Lord will raise up good, humble, spiritual fathers who will support us as we seek holiness in the midst of a lot of difficulties, a lot of uncertainties, and our poor, inconsistent human nature. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.